Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Radio Aura's first intimate gig. Uh, my name is Nicole. I'm here in the studio with Jana and Lisa. And we have some guests not um, directly in studio, but they are already in. And we're all super excited. You can watch our live stream, connect to us on our social media. And uh, to understand what are we doing all of that for, I have Lisa in the studio to, um, to explain to those who haven't really heard and uh, have just tuned in accidentally on air what um what are we actually doing here so yeah, it's a bit odd being here in the evening isn't it yeah, so i understand yeah. your ara city radio <laughs> so this is the first of our intimate uh live studio gigs and we're delighted to have francis of delirium with us this evening she is going to be playing for us and uh we've invited a select few to join us um we have we could have a maximum of say 15 people so we've set up a mini bistro in the big room next door and uh, people are gathering there at the moment having drinks relaxing and um, yeah and then they will join us in the studio in a little while once Frances of Delirium kicks off her set so we're doing this because some people um, hopefully most people will realize that we've been doing um, a month of crowdfunding and um, we were pushed into that situation just because financially things are very very difficult for us and the realization that um, the new media um, legislation that was going to be passed would not help us and actually would damage us so we realized we had to take things into our own hands so as well as um, doing a bit of political pressure and uh, you know putting pressure on various uh, government ministers and, and making them aware of the work that we do with specifically young artists um, and for uh, various international communities here in Luxembourg um, as well as that, we started our crowdfunding and we kicked that off with um, a 33-hour live show with Sam Steen. And uh, we had various artists and various people with different shows on that 33-hour that, uh, marathon show. And, it, and it's a really a way for us to give back to the people that have supported us financially because we are completely overwhelmed the way people have come out and supported us. Um, you can still do so if you haven't already. Just go to our website, aracityradio.com and you'll see support um, support Radio Ara or go to ara.lu and you will see support Radio Ara. You can make a, a one-off donation or you could donate 10 euros a month to keep us going. Um, we appreciate anything you can do. We know people are in very difficult situations themselves at the moment so you know if you can't don't worry um, we're going to keep going as best we can but we've been overwhelmed with the support we've got and specifically from artists as well who have been very vocal and said um, they need us because we're the place that they you know they get the first uh, their first spot on the radio we're very supportive initially um, making it happen for them so we were really kind of overwhelmed by the you know the vocal support we got from from uh, the local mu music uh, community as well so this is our way of giving back to the people that have supported us we will be hosting um, uh, an event at Rotonde once a month um, we did one last week which was um, it was live music again but it was musical bingo so that was really interesting big shout out to Ross Steele who helped us with that one and tonight is the first of our uh, in-studio gigs and as I said that's with Frances Delirium so thank you to her for coming along and um, and uh, yeah that will be the second so the, the in-studio gigs will be the second Tuesday of every month 
and the events at Rotonde will be the first Thursday of every month. So let's start that again. The first Thursday of every month will be at Rotonde and the second Tuesday of every month will be in the studio with one of our local artists supporting us and uh, giving back really to the people that have supported us financially. That's what we're trying to do is, is uh, you know, give a bit of access to us and to what we do. Um, and, you know, we know that people have supported us because we support local artists and we're trying to all come together on, on, on the one page. And it's just nice to be able to organise even the smallest of events at the moment because, you know, it's been hard. It's been hard through the whole COVID thing. And uh, yeah, it's nice just to be doing something like this. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's also really nice um, that we get then now to meet our community mm -hmm. because um, we on the radio obviously don't see people mm -hmm. <laughs> we are just here with our microphones with our headphones and we get texts we get um, messages and we get phone calls but in the end we don't really get to meet and yeah. see people so I also find that it's a nice way now to finally um, to meet people who have been engaging with us and I guess also for people to come and meet us because yeah. um, except from the pictures they can imagine us looking completely different so I think it's good it's a good initiative as well to to develop this feeling of community and yeah. to make everyone feel that they know how the studio looks and they can always imagine how we are spending our time here yeah. and And that we, we are open, you yeah, know, if they have yeah. something they care about, if they have an event they care about, if they have a cause they care about, we're here and we're approachable. And generally, you know, we will support what people care about. And, and that's kind of our um, raison d'etre, our reason for being. Um, so, yeah. So yeah. it's a little bit of a little bit of uh, our, our, our purpose going forward. So I'm kind of happy that we're at this stage where we're actually doing it instead of just talking about it. You yeah, know? yeah, no, it's, it's exciting. Nice. It's exciting. It, it was also really exciting for me to to prepare for today and to also be now here in the evening. And uh, yeah, it's cool. I'm really looking forward to that. I have one song. Okay. And then we will start with Jana with Friends of Delirium. And uh, thank you, Lisa, for explaining to all of us once again. We'll mention yeah. once again how, how everything's going to work and how everything's yeah. going to go. So if you haven't supported us yet, you can can do so but uh you know anytime anytime yes. no yes. rush just no do it. <laughs> no rush exactly we're gonna go um for a track mass seduction by saint vincent and then we'll continue with francis of delirium black saints and a lady playing like our soul a punk rock romantic slumped on the kitchen floor nuns in stress positions smoking marble rolls Lolita is weeping, the bride is beautiful My seduction Falling on basement rugs I can't turn off what turns me on I can't turn off what turns me on I'll hold you 
A seduction by St. Vincent here on uh, Radio Aura, intimate uh, gig, first ever intimate gig. <laughs> I am joined by, um, and here is where my first question mm. of the interview actually... Am I on? Yes, you're okay. on. I'm, I'm just going to have to check your, um, your uh, levels of the mic. Um, here is my first level... Uh, level. <laughs> Here is where my first question comes in, okay. because I was obviously preparing for mm -hmm. this. And obviously. Obviously. And uh, we have seen each other a couple of times, but we never really had a um, huge talk and discussion. Mm -hmm. So I, I kind of felt like it would be cool if I look a little bit you up to stalk you. A little you. stalking, a yeah. Little, a little stalking action was happening there. <laughs> and I have read um, different intros about Francis of Delirium. I've read the band, the duo. I've read just you. Mm -hmm. And that's where my first question comes in because I wasn't sure how to even present you. I was like, mm -hmm. Jana from Francis of Delirium mm -hmm. or Francis of Delirium, mm -hmm. like herself. Um, how would you tell me to <laughs> present <laughs> you i think i would go with yana from francis of delirium i think even though we're kind of a band i still like because i feel like once you become a band you can't do other things like car seat headrest is like a rock band and then they released sort of a pop album and everyone was really angry and um Like Tame Impala said this once in an interview, he was like, I didn't want anyone to think it was a band because if you're a solo artist, you can change genres so much mm -hmm. easier. Like even St. Vincent, she's not really, she's like kind of a band, but not really a band, but she can keep like changing genres. Yeah. So... Yeah, for to, me, yeah. I think it was like when. Sorry, I interrupted. No, you. no, go ahead. Uh, I, for me, it was the biggest like also question of my lifetime when I learned that Bon Iver is not a yeah. band. I was like, ah, oh, okay, that, what, what is it then? I bring him up a lot when I'm thinking about like, okay, because he is like this huge entity of 50 people yeah. essentially, but it's also just Justin Vernon. Yeah, so. Yeah. I kind of like that idea that okay. it's like a hundred people, but also one person. Okay. But okay. also two or whatever. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Radio Aura's <laughs> first ever intimate gig. My name's Nicole. I'm joined by Jana from Francis of Delirium. We're going to have um, a chat slash Jana's acoustic um, show and we have people in the studio uh, at the moment they're not in the studio but they're going to be joining in you can also join in via tuning in onto the radio because we are essentially <laughs> at the radio and there is also live streams so go check out our social media you can engage by texting in 64111 type R leave the space and write your comments your messages your questions to Jana or myself or Lisa who's also still here and uh, you can also I just have to turn to read our whatsapp number <laughs> so you can also tune in via whatsapp which is 691 and then 353599 and there you can text us some uh, messages uh, also once again comments or questions that are going to be coming and uh, yeah i'm really excited about this it's going to be until six uh, no 7 30 so um We're going to be here chatting and listening to music. Um, another question to start off the, um, the show. 
I uh, read on your Facebook uh, page the description of mm. the the band, which goes um, homemade <laughs> rock from our hearts to yours. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, <laughs> what is homemade? What does <laughs> it stand for? Mm. And is it still homemade mm. or is it now like made in the USA? <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's half made in the USA, but okay. still homemade. I would, still homemade. I would consider it still homemade. Well, because Chris, my drummer but not live drummer right now. We love to make sure everything's super complicated. Who yeah. is Francis? Which what is, is, which who is, is in there? No yeah. one knows. Exactly. What is even Francis Delirium? I thought about asking this question, but then I thought too basic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go there. Um, so to the homemade. question. Homemade. Yes. Uh, because Chris, when we first started off, the setup was super basic and it was just us figuring out how do you even record music. So especially for that first EP, it was just us going, okay, we'll try this and see what happens. And so it was only us recording anything. There were no sound engineers. It was like completely handmade, homemade. It wasn't done in a professional studio. And same with the next EP. It was just that this next EP got mixed by someone in the US. Mm-hmm. So okay. baby and steps. Baby steps. <laughs> Great. And uh, from our hearts to yours, mm-hmm. it's where you want to reach your listeners yeah to it's heart. supposed to be like vulnerable open music yeah so. yeah great mm-hmm. okay then let's start with a first couple of tracks um um let's maybe settle this already at the beginning of the show so we're gonna do um a couple of questions we're gonna have a little discussion then you can play a couple of songs mm-hmm. so it's not song talk song talk song mm-hmm. talk so it flows so feel free to play two three songs whatever okay. you feel like goes well together and then when you're done just stop okay, <laughs> and then good. we will talk again perfect okay. i tried to get it right now i'm sad up in my bed not sleeping all
in hollow thinking I've not done enough for them and I, I would follow but my mind's been running out again and weirder than I thought it would be to have like people on the side <laughs> and me playing to a wall. I feel like I have to sort of turn. I don't know. Um, but then make sure you're also turning to the also camera. Also turning to the camera. I need like two heads. Yeah, yeah, once. no, but uh, just uh, look at the camera. Okay, I'll just It's easier. <laughs> Crawl all around there just to get in, in. 
Ah, wonderful. Thank you. We won't tell this to a person who wrote no drinks in the studio. <gasps> oh. <laughs> Do you want to just any questions? Um, I, 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 I the question was if you want to play one more song or can you play the latest release song? Yeah. Uh, so then from there I will swoop in with a cool question. Okay. Okay. Let me just make sure we're all tuned correctly. Equality song by Francis of Delirium by Jana 
from Francis of Delirium, who um, is now live on... Now our, alive. Now live. Sorry, English is not my first language. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> now live and alive on Radio Ara's first intimate gig. And uh, the reason why I um, suggested you to play this track is because I wanted to ask you... Um, The song, uh, you wrote it for the um, Ministry of Equality between Men and Women in Luxembourg. Mm -hmm. And all the money from the song were donated mm -hmm. um, to the different NGOs who uh, work um, in this domain to help women. Mm -hmm. And um, I was wondering if um, activism is something that is um, really important for you in your music and what you're making and in the messages in your music. Because I also um, saw that um, for the latest release, the two songs that you played before, um, there was also, um, you also donated a certain amount of money to, um, what did you donate? Oh. I, re I read it to something. Uh, and I was wondering if that's really like a point that you want to make in your music and in your art to work on activism and to speak up in in this sense um, through your music. Well, the so equality song, the money went to Femme en Détresse and then uh, for our EP for until the end of August or end of July, um, the money went to an organization called TWOCC, which is called Trans Women of Color Collective. And... I feel like it's more, I have like immense privilege and a lot of freedom in what I can do. And it's so easy to, for me to share like that freedom. And so, um, yeah, I feel like it's important for me to, at least in some small way, try and advocate for people. Um, yeah. And... Yeah. I like how you how you answer that um, you're really open about the fact that, you know, you are a privileged person who can also, um, through the privilege, help those who um, who need. And I was wondering what encourages you as a young artist to to already think about this, to realize this, uh, your privilege and to to work towards that. As a young, because um, you're also a really young person. For those who don't see Jana live or alive or <laughs> <laughs> on the on the web, you're a really young person, and it's really, you know, it's sad, it's a little bit sad. I want I don't want to go to the sad place <laughs> on this show, but it's not uh, that often that you see young people caring about. Uh, th there are a lot who do, but mm -hmm. you know, it's still um, it's still not. Uh, A lot. So I was wondering what really drives you um, as a young person and young artist to to stand by these thoughts. I think, one, if you spend a lot of time on the internet, you are just like constantly faced with seeing all these stories about people who are facing discrimination. And then once you become more aware of that, then you see it more in like spaces in, within your community, which is where I feel like we can make more change as like small people. Um, so just being kind of aware of just 
how hard a lot of the things everyone's going through are. It's like I can do something really small and so why not try and help in a very little way at least to start off. Yeah. yeah. Great. And what um what are the tools that you use? Um, oh, these questions are hard. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of sweat going so, down the forehead. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's good. It's good. No, but I was just wondering because, you know, I also, um, when I was preparing and mm -hmm. stalking you, <laughs> I was watching um, a lot of uh, your videos, like I uh, watched all of them. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I went through your social media and mm -hmm. you also speak a lot. Um, you speak up a lot there and you are really true, honest and real. And I was wondering what are the tools that you use with all the tools that we have now in the world? like social media like uh, music videos and you can also um, do it through the poetry of your of your songs of your words um, without trying to answer the question for yourself <laughs> I was wondering what what do you um, focus on more in order to like get my message yeah, in out? order to get your message out for your audience and really like get to your audience from your heart to theirs wink Whoa. wink <laughs> This is a hard question. Take what? your time. I can uh, I can what? play. Wait, I can play a jingle. <laughs> Our city. Oh, you're me. That was it. Oh no. <laughs> um, okay. What are the the I tools? The, the tools. tools. I think. I mean, I feel like I'm gonna end up lying, maybe to um, go get an it. answer that feels like the truth, but. The tools, I feel like I use my music more to get a message out because a lot of times it's like unconscious thought that becomes more conscious. And um, I don't know, I feel like a message that's less carefully planned. Like if it's on social media, I'll sit and think about like, oh, what am I going to, even if it's a story, I'll think about it for a second. Like, am I really going to, well, I think I'm lying. I, I think about what I'm going to release in a song as well, obviously. But a lot of the times it's a lot more free for an idea to come out into a song than for me to sit on social media and go, oh, what am I going yeah. to say today? Yeah. So I don't know if that answered Great. your question. Great. No, it does. I will understand whatever <laughs> I will understand. And everyone who's listening will understand whatever they will. Um, now to make it a little bit easier, to, okay. to ask a little bit easier of a question, um, your visuals for mm -hmm. the um, for everything that you have released so far, did you make them yourself? I did everything except for Equality Song I Had Help. Okay, okay. And Which I think you can kind of tell if you've seen any of my <laughs> videos. It's like suddenly, um, whoa, it just jump up in quality, but yeah. No, the, it, it was really cool. And what about the um, the uh, artworks for uh, for the songs, the drawings? Mm -hmm. Did you do them yourself as yes, well? Yes, they came from 10th grade math class. Ah, I read it. Oh, I read it already. Wow, you really, really did some deep digging. Yeah, I spent the whole morning on this. Um, yeah, I... Yeah, I so just is, had it, a is it like the whole concept that you are thinking uh, through b like by yourself to connect the visuals, the artwork, the songs, the to, to kind of all of these tools yeah. to, um, yes. to project the message? Is this important for you to work on the visuals? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, one, I really like control. And so and then I think also 
it's a nice break from just focusing on music all the time. Like spending a month doing a music video gives you like space to breathe from working on songs all the time and then you'll like go back to the song with a different idea of what it is and then you're just in control of the aesthetics so everything feels authentic because it's all coming from you yeah um so yes it's important for me to be in control of the visuals and do you think it's also important for the audience to um see listen and watch everything together or would they just do you think it's um, easier when you see everything to kind of get the idea or do you think just by looking just by watching the video or listening to the song mm -hmm. you will get um, as much as you would if you would see everything at the same time uh no I feel like if you see everything it gives you a better idea especially because all the videos from the EP before were all pretty similar I guess in style and so it kind of gives you like a quick idea of, oh, this is kind of how this band sees themselves, like this lo-fi kind of... Homemade. Yeah, homemade. <laughs> homemade with a lot of love yeah. type stuff. Okay, great. Um, let's listen to a couple okay. more songs. I always think my ear is better than it is. Okay. I thought it was an intro. <laughs> <laughs> Next time it will be my intro.
never play that song, so I messed it up in the beginning if anyone caught it. <laughs> and now this is another song with similar chords, because, you know, consistency. And this one will also clip big time. I've played Aura many times, and it always clips with this song especially, so it'll be a good time.
Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Um, for those who just tuned in, this is uh, Radio R's Intimate Gig. It's official name on Facebook, Intimate Gig <laughs> with Francis Avdelaria. And we've got um, a little more than 10 minutes left, unfortunately. Ooh. I've prepared a lot more questions. So yes, go, go. <laughs> um, but I don't think I'll have time to ask. I'll ask one that actually uh, interests me the most. Okay. I, uh, when I was stalking you on Facebook, mm -hmm. I uh, came across the video where you did like orchestral versions of the mm -hmm. songs. And I was like, babe, this girl can play a lot of instruments. So um, I was wondering if you could tell um, me and everybody else a little bit your history with music and with instruments. Like, did you just want to learn? Or you just make a brain that you can play them <laughs> all? Yeah. Um, or was it the pressure from your family, from your parents? How did that come about? At three years old, my parents put me in military school for music. <laughs> <laughs> said, play the, the violin. The huge. <laughs> yeah. No, um, when I was five, I'm, my dad can kind of play guitar, but not very well. Sorry, dad. Shout out to dad. <laughs> Love you. Um, that's like the musical foundation in the family is dad plays guitar. He can play probably Wonderwall. <laughs> um, so at five, for no apparent reason, I went up to my mom and I was like, Mom, can I learn how to play violin? And she was like, sure. So I enrolled in violin lessons till I was by, nine. By yourself? When you were five, you enrolled into yes, the school? Yes, but with, uh, with like a teacher. Okay. <laughs> I was, well, actually, I got... <laughs> you went there. Hey. <laughs> no, I got the violin back like the first day when we went to the shop and I was like trying it out. And I was like, hmm, this sounds bad. Why am I not, like, playing incredibly already at, like, five years old? And then, um, so then I started to resent all of my violin teachers and didn't want to play anymore. I was like, I want to watch Disney Channel, Wizards of Waverly Places on. And so then I stopped playing music until I was 11. Um, I went on YouTube and started teaching myself guitar and then like teaching myself banjo and piano. And um, in our middle school, we had to do band. And so I did French horn. Uh, I did French horn for like a year, but the, no one taught me anything. So I was really bad. And then I came to Luxembourg and the jazz band teacher was like, you should play French horn because I really wanted to play trombone. He was like, no, play French horn. And so I started taking lessons with um, a teacher here um, who was like first horn in the Philharmonie in Brussels. Wow. So that was cool. And I was like, wow, lessons are fun and great. I don't hate them anymore. And that's kind of the history of instruments. I okay, okay. So basically, but it was mainly your interest when you were self-teaching. You were just interested in all of the instruments and you... Yeah. But it's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Now, especially with technology, you don't even need the band. You just yeah, do everything true. yourself, put it together on uh, Logic, the, Garage uh, Band, Logic, Garage Band Canvas, then you put it all there. <laughs> and uh, But it's cool. And now, now to come back to your uh, connection to music, not only do you um, play in the band, you make your music, you also work on the radio. I do, yeah. And uh, you're also playing the um, you're playing the music of other people and 
sometimes probably your own. But oh, uh, I, I wouldn't say I, I don't play my own music on the radio, just so everyone knows. Just like trying to get those streams up. How do I get rich? <laughs> just like a bunch of checks to SSM. <laughs> Played many times today. Responsible RCD Radio. Um, what, uh, what music inspires you uh, to uh, first compose your own, second to have fun, and third to play on air when you are working? Actually, Ooh. the next question I want to ask, do you just put random songs or do you actually curate your shows? Oh, <laughs> so two questions. <laughs> um, well, you know what sometimes it is, is I will, I'll start kind of randomly and then I curate it. 10 minutes into the show, I'm like, this is the mood I'm in today. Yeah. And then go. Sometimes, because I used to do that a lot at the beginning, I would curate the show fully. And now it's like, okay. And then I'll build a playlist. I've been plugging my playlist too sometimes. If you, <laughs> anyone wants to follow me, Yana B23 is my Spotify. <laughs> Yana B23. <laughs> is it your Spotify or MC name? Yeah. Actually, my, my MC name is Frantown Delhi. That's my DJ name. <laughs> okay. Oh, so to go back to your question, <laughs> inspires me to write. Um, maybe, like, normally indie rock stuff, if I want to, like, pull some things, maybe. So, mm -hmm. like, Car Seat Headrest, you know, Alex G, <laughs> you know, those people. And then the next question was? I don't know. To have fun? Yeah, to have fun. I'll always play like Caroline Polachek during my show. I also love Dua Lipa. I'm a big Dua Lipa fan. And Interesting. Then to work, I like a little classical music. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Big Brahms all, and Mahler. All of us. Yeah. Big Brahms and Mahler fan. Okay. And um, let's finish off with the one last question and then maybe you can play one last song. Okay. Um, the question I want to ask you what as an artist, And as somebody who is working at the radio, is radio for you, the importance of the radio, the concept of the radio, how, how do you see it and how do you think it's important for all of us? I feel like it's so much more important than people assume it will be. Because one, now that I've started driving, sometimes you just can't get out your phone in time to, you know, put on Spotify and whatever. And it's just so cool to find something It's like a way to have a meaningful connection to music again and have it curated by an actual human. I mean, we are real humans sitting behind the desk at Ara, you know, yeah. and we're, I mean, when I'm playing my show, I'm really like making it on the spot and going, what might people enjoy to listen today? What am I enjoying to listen? Yeah. Why can't I speak English? What am <laughs> I enjoying to listen? Um, and I mean, radio plays such a huge thing and it's so exciting as a musician to have your song played on the radio for the first time I mean I work at Ara and it's still cool if someone's like your song was on Ara today I'm like whoa <laughs> thanks that was myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, it was me actually I did it <laughs> um Yeah, and look at the community that it's, I mean, we're not a huge group of people here today, but there's still a group of people in a global pandemic, and here we are together because of a radio station. Yeah. And, I mean, 
I'm going to keep going. But, you know, like and Bartleby Delicate is here, you know. You know so many people. Yeah, <laughs> he's been exposed. <laughs> he himself made an appearance. But, you know, you, meet, you meet like musicians through the radio. Yeah. Aura was the first radio station I ever went on. When I was like 16, I think we played a very bad version in, in that studio <laughs> there. So, yeah, it's, it's like important. A, it is definitely yeah. important. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, I'm going to give a very long outro. Maybe okay. you can you can give me some background music. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, I'm gonna put on your guitar. <laughs> um, so thank you everybody for coming in for It's really tuning. spooky music. <laughs> <laughs> We have candles. <laughs> Halloween is coming up apparently. Um, anyhow, uh, thanks for everybody for coming by, for tuning in. And thanks for everybody who made it um, happen to organize it. I had a lot of fun personally. I had a great time. <laughs> and uh, don't forget to support Radio Aura, to stay tuned and to check out our social media and fundraisers. We're going to be doing this every uh, month. I don't remember what Lisa said. Every, every second Tuesday. Tuesday of the month. And thanks to Lisa for uh, making all of that happen. Thanks to Jana from Friends of Delirium for your great music and uh, funny talks. My name's Nicole. I will be back tomorrow 9.30 in the morning <laughs> for um, our city radio. And uh, yeah, apart from this, thanks for everybody. Thanks to everybody and take care when you cross the streets. Any outros that you want to add? Nope, I don't have an okay. outro in my show either. <laughs> It's like, goodbye. <laughs> okay, uh, the, what, what is the, the final song that you're going to play? I'm going to do Quit Fucking Around, you know, I got exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> had to do that's, it to him. That's the perfect outro. Don't okay. mess around, people. Take care when you cross <laughs> the street. Keep your mask on and stay hydrated. Ciao. Yeah, your your outro makes me insecure. <laughs> okay, so you know I'm gonna take my headphones off for this yeah. one. So me too. It means it means it's gonna clip. Yeah. Um, which means everyone has to sing together. <laughs> Whoa! Not the verses. I won't. So if anyone doesn't know, it's ah, uh, quit fucking around. Are the only words you have to do. So give me purpose, I'm not for this If I'm happy, then I'll allow it But I've stopped searching, I'm not looking Cause when you're trying, you'll never find it And I'll stop following you around If you want me to But lost dogs, stay by
Radio Luxembourg. Toute la troupe pas de soutien à la Radio Ara.